Failing is painful, but that is exactly what contributes to growing pains. When we take risks, they lead us to new opportunities, experiences, and personal fulfillment. Hello, and welcome to The Expat Therapist, the show that helps wanderlust women prioritize their mental health and live their best lives abroad. I'm your host, Arielle Roberts, a licensed clinical therapist and a fellow expat. Each week, I'll be sharing practical tips, insights, and real-life conversations with inspiring women who are making the most of their international adventures. Whether you're a seasoned expat or just getting started, this podcast is for you. So grab your journal, Get cozy and let's dive in. Welcome back to the Expat Therapist Podcast. Today, we are jumping straight in to talking about taking risks and failing and how these are my favorite parts of life. Risk taking is essential for personal growth and development. And the human brain is often tricked into choosing paths that lead to minimal amounts of risk to avoid failures. But failures are what make every great person amazing and every awesome story worth listening to. Everyone's familiar with the big failure of Michael Jordan's life, right? He didn't make his high school basketball team. Now, why is that story so well known? simply because of the fact that Michael Jordan is one of, if not the ultimate, best player of all time. He did not let that failure overcome him or get in the way of his future successes, which, if you can imagine being back in your high school years when all you cared about were friends and being cool, can you imagine how detrimental and embarrassing it would have been to have gotten cut from your basketball team? Most wouldn't have tried out again. They would have sucked up the loss for what it was and gone home and pursued something easier. Something that wouldn't have resulted in them having to feel that pain of failure again. But that's not what he did. And that is why his story is so powerful. Failing is painful, but that is exactly what contributes to growing pains. When we take risks, they lead us to new opportunities, experiences, and personal fulfillment. Because if we succeed, then we gain this chip on our shoulders, this sense of confidence that we can't learn from, let's say, the, the educational school systems, right? The way that they identify learning, standardized tests, pop quizzes, reading, textbooks, giving presentations, all of that. Nope. When we put our mind to something, something risky, where there's a chance of failure and we succeed, we feel unstoppable because there was a chance of failure and bam, we didn't fail. Now on the opposite side, if we do fail, there's this sense of shame and guilt, maybe even regret. Maybe you're thinking, why did I do that? This is embarrassing, etc. But failures are only so if you stop there. If you let a failed attempt be your last one, that in itself is the failure. But if you take that failure and turn it into something, that is the success that we were searching for. The fear of failure is such a common theme, especially when I work with my clients. I might have someone who wants to make the move abroad and they ask, well, what if I fail? 
But honey, what if you fly? What would that look like? But let's be realistic. Yeah, sure, you could fail. Things may not work out the way that you predicted them to. But were we able to gather something from that attempt and make ourselves better? Did it set us on this path that we would never have embarked on had we not gone for that risk? That is the ultimate piece here. When fear holds us back, we submit to comfortability and familiarity. And when people feel comfortable and familiar, they know how to manage it. For example, let's say that your boss at work berates and undermines you, constantly nagging and discrediting you for your work. You feel beneath them, ashamed, but maybe you stay at the job because it's familiar. Or let's just say it pays well or it's close to home, it's convenient. Eventually, you learn how to dodge the hurtful comments, ignore the jabs and the mean gestures. You figure out how to manage your boss. Easy peasy, right? Now let's say that your boss comes in one day and he has a change of heart. They start complimenting you, singing your praises. All of a sudden, you're in this new uncharted territory that is so unfamiliar. What do you do? You start to wonder, hmm, did I do something wrong? Should I have done something differently? You might be freaking out inside because your once consistent and familiar environment is now unfamiliar. Now, this example shows that our innate human characteristics settle and accept familiarity even if it isn't benefiting us, even if it doesn't push us towards growth. So with that being said, how many times have you been held back because you were too stuck in your familiar zone and instead of branching out and attempting to take uncomfortable risks to better opportunities, you just didn't and you missed out on all of the potential ones that you could have had all the potential for, for personal growth or development, better opportunities or experiences, maybe even a better life, career, friendship that you deserve to have, but you got scared and you shied away because it was unfamiliar. So we've talked once or twice about resilience, and I'm going to bring it up one more time. Resilience is the ability to persevere and bounce back from a crappy situation. Resilience builds from failed experiences. Failures and learning how to make them sweet and beneficial builds resiliency. So once we learn to shift our perspectives on risk and failures, we then begin to implement new learned behaviors to start conquering those fears, pushing us out of our comfort zones and into uncharted territories. But maybe in these uncharted territories, we're able to fly and thrive. Risk-taking can lead to a more fulfilling and adventurous life. When I began planning to travel, initially I wanted someone to go with me. Familiarity. But when no one was on board to travel with me or go to where I wanted to go, I decided to take a risk and go solo. That led me to Barcelona, where I fell in love with Spain and decided I was one day going to live there. I came home, I began planning... I had everything mapped out, then COVID hit. Psh, this will only last a couple of weeks, no biggie. I'll figure this out anyways, I thought. So I began taking more risks, reaching out to people on LinkedIn, Facebook, via email, asking for any and all help that I could get. I risked getting told no, getting no responses, getting turned down, all of these which happened again and again and again. 
but I didn't let them stop me. I persevered and I built my own path. There were so many hoops, but I didn't look at them as risks. I looked at them as stepping stones to getting me ultimately where I wanted to be, where I was willing to work and fight for. I wanted a better opportunity, different experiences for myself and my son, and I couldn't be any happier with every single risk that I did take for us. Simultaneously, this was also such an exciting part of my life. I found love, new family, friendships, and have created an, an environment for my loved ones to come and explore as well. For my wedding last year, I had a huge chunk of people who had never even applied for a passport before, and they made it. So my risk not only created opportunities for myself and my son, but also other loved ones, and I helped empower and motivate other people who weren't even in my close circle. Now, while I'm discussing risks, I also want to give you guys some practical tips and advice on taking calculated ones. So in order to take calculated risks, first we have to have a definable goal. Example, moving abroad. Essentially, figure out exactly what it is that you hope to achieve. Ask yourself what you want to accomplish, short-term, long-term. Have some clear goals set. Then assess the potential outcomes. Example, we go, we can't find a way to stay, and we have to move back. Versus we go, we find a place to stay or a way to stay, and we thrive. Then figure out what the best case and the worst case scenarios are. And as y'all know, I love spending time on worst case scenarios because if we attach an ending to them, usually they're not as terrifying. And sometimes we even learn how to be preemptive in our planning just by bringing them to life and not allowing them to instill fear in us. Then I want you to evaluate the potential rewards of taking the risks versus the losses. Example, creates distance in relationships, maybe forces a change in career. Last week, I actually spoke about how motivated I was to stay in my field as I had worked really hard to get a job that I love so much. But I was willing to potentially put that on hold to gain the bigger outcome of moving abroad. Because I knew that I was still going to be able to come back to it. My degree was always going to be there. And so in that example, I analyzed the rewards versus the losses. And if you do the same, you'll be able to determine whether that risk is worth pursuing to you. Then plan and prepare. Create a mapped out plan. Outline steps, potential obstacles you might face, and how you might mitigate them. Proper planning can increase the chance of success. Then seek advice and build a support team. Maybe example you want to join the expat blueprint for more practical and logical advice on your move abroad. So you might want to reach out to a professional or others who have maybe been there, done that. Facebook expat groups are great for that. Moving forward, I want you to remember to take incremental steps. Sometimes taking smaller, more manageable steps opposed to larger ones can feel less intimidating and actually create better outcomes. Have y'all ever started planning out some goals? Like you've got a whole bag full of marbles and you're like, yeah, I'm just gonna go do all of this in one day. And you take out two big handfuls of marbles and you place them in the day one slot. Then day one comes, you conquer two marbles and then you feel defeated. Yeah, don't do that. Baby steps are so much better than actually trying to take the leap and missing the step, falling flat on your face, getting up looking all confused, trying to get all your marbles. 
don't do it. It's not fun and definitely not worth it. And then the last two steps that I think are the most important are learning from your failures, learning to embrace failing, looking at it as a positive, an opportunity to be able to analyze what went wrong, what you can do differently next time, and then going out and doing it again, but better. Failure is an essential part of growth. And finally, cultivate self-belief. Confidence in your abilities is crucial when you are taking risks. Work on building yourself up, your self-belief through self-affirmations, positive self-talk, and even acknowledging your past successes. We can sometimes be our own worst critic, but let's change that to being our own best hype woman, because I know I am for me. So many people told me I couldn't move by myself across waters with a kid. And I said, watch me. So now I am challenging you to go out there and tell everyone else to watch what you can do too. And when taking risks, remember to evaluate and adjust. We might have this hardcore plan and expect everything to go accordingly, but it will not. But that's okay. Just evaluate what is and isn't working and then adjust. All in all, risks are not only exhilarating and fun, but they also can be a part of growing and what sets apart the lives of those out there living their best lives and the ones who are not yet. So I hope today's episode was able to give you guys an understanding of the importance of taking risks, how to embrace failure and use it as a stepping stone, learning to thrive in risk-taking, avoiding a boring life through risk, and you gain some practical tips for taking calculated risks. In conclusion, like I said, I'm going to challenge you to get out there and do some risk-taking. And for those of you who are listening and are hoping to make a move abroad, next week I will be sharing some more information on my upcoming free virtual event, The Expat Blueprint, which is tailored to help wanderlusters like you feel supported, validated, and guided in the planning of your move abroad. If you're interested in knowing more before next week, you can link up with me on Instagram or TikTok. My handle is The Expat Therapist or through my website, globaltransitions.co. And so today's expat exploration prompt of the day for you guys is to sit down and identify what calculated risks you are going to take today to get you one step closer to living your ultimate best life. Thank you so much for listening in to the Expat Therapist Podcast. For more tips and material, head over to my website at globaltransitions.co or on Instagram at the Expat Therapist. Don't forget to subscribe and stay tuned for more insights and inspiration on thriving in your global transition. I hope you are leaving feeling even just a little bit more empowered. And remember, there's never a good time, so just go all out and do it now.